Let's look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. Eight games on, very manageable. Streams of the day. Derek White goes under the lens. Injury updates and Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. And I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Eight games on Wednesday. Let's go through them. Streams, injuries, everything that we need to know. Some things are piling up. Um, What's some news on Steph Curry and Ben Simmons today with long-term injuries? Steph, we're looking at a couple of weeks at least with a knee sprain. Never good. Simmons, they said at least a week. It's not long-term. I'm not buying that. I'm thinking month. Yeah, I I don't know. Nerve irritation. I am having no faith in Simmons whatsoever. Unfortunately, because that's what happens with multiple long-term injuries that he has had. So... We've seen what the rotation looks like without Simmons, right? Dinwiddie, a little bit of reprieve for him. Some Lonnie Walker usage. Bridges, Johnson, O'Neal, Finney-Smith, Dennis Smith, if you're looking for a stream for assists. We've seen this. We saw it last game. So there's no changes to that. They won't start. They won't be, you know, start bringing Dennis Smith into the starting lineup because they didn't. We saw it. For the Warriors, Chris Paul gets a reprieve. With his injury, um, that means someone needs to be the backup point guard. Do they go with Corey Joseph, which is pretty gross? They might. Might be Pajemski. Should be more minutes and more touches for everyone. Wiggins, does this lift him up? Clay Thompson, Chris Paul. What do we see with um, Pajemski or Moses Moody coming off the bench or even John Kaminga getting some extra touches? The only guy that I'd really look at there is Paul to make sure that he is rostered. And then we just monitor everybody else to see where it goes and make some deep league adjustments for Curry. And his injury with the Golden State Warriors, which is obviously shit, shit. Like, no one wants to deal with that. And it's always the problem with Steph recently, isn't he? He gets older and these little injuries keep knocking him out, which is frustrating. Let's look at injury updates, though, for Wednesday for the games being played on Wednesday. And Jay Crowder is out. Groin surgery, we know this. We saw their rotation last game. It was more for Portis, more for Connaughton. Connaughton's not a 12. Portis is. Connaughton's like a 14-team league player. Didn't really help Malik Beasley much. Wendell Carter remains out for the Magic. Um, Kelly Oubre is out for the Sixers, of course. They're starting Bob Covington today. I don't know whether Batum is going to return in the next one, but um, Covington's worth grabbing just in case Batum is out longer term. Uh, DeLon Wright is out. Mainly I put DeLon Wright here because I wanted to say his name correctly, DeLon. DeLon Wright is out for a period of time. Gabe Vincent remains out for the Lakers. Scoot Henderson. Still out for the Blazers, as is Malcolm Brogdon and Anthony Simons. Some actual updates on things. We had uh, the Jedi, OG Ananobi, and Gaz Trent. They're both doubtful. We saw that rotation last game. Otto Porter started, but the minutes didn't come. We saw more Boucher. We saw more Grade A Dick, the Prestige Penis. We saw a little bit more Malachi Flynn as well, and a ton of usage going to Pascal Siakam. I've got Joel Embiid listed there questionable. Now, he is currently questionable. 
for uh, Tuesday's game. So I don't know whether he's going to play on Tuesday. And of course, if he doesn't play Tuesday, then he is going to be questionable again for Wednesday. Even if he does play Tuesday, given that it is a back-to-back, I would think that there is still a risk that he sits out on Wednesday. So we need to watch that one. Rowan Barrett was, he missed the last game and now he is, this just dropped now. He is officially questionable for Wednesday's game. So that obviously boosts that value of Josh Hart if Barrett happens to miss. Um, Trey Young is missing Tuesday's game due to the birth of his child. They play again Wednesday. I'm not sure whether he's going to be ready to go for that one. Nick Batum is missing Tuesday. So we're going to list him questionable for Wednesday. That's why we want to be on Robert Covington there. Alex Caruso is questionable. He's missed the last two for the Bulls. If he does play, he is worth using as a streamer. Markel Fultz and Gary Harris. Um, both of these guys, we're, they're, they're out for the game on um, Tuesday. So I'm going to list them questionable here for Wednesday. Uh, Eric Gordon missed the last game for the Suns. He is questionable here in this one as well. And yeah, that's all, that's all on, on that page. And then we look through to LeBron is questionable for Tuesday. The Lakers are on a back-to-back. You would have to think there's a risk of LeBron sitting one of these games. He missed one across the weekend with a, with a shin problem, so he probably sits one of those. Jared Vanderbilt is out on Tuesday. He is getting close to a return. I would say he's closer to doubtful than being questionable, but he might make a, a season debut on Wednesday. Trey Lyles hasn't played yet this season, listing him questionable. Alex Land hurt his ankle last game and never returned. The reason why Alex Len is important to note, because if Lyles is out and Len is out, then JaVel McGee is going to have to play minutes. And we saw uh, Sasha Vazenkov get back into the rotation and play some minutes. Isaac Okoro has been out for about three games with knee issue. He's still no update on that. We've got him questionable. And the same with Ty Jerome, old Milk. <laughs> Milk, remember that nickname? Legendary nickname. Giannis is listed probable for the Milwaukee Bucks. Patrick Williams is probable for the Bulls on, um, on Wednesday. He was great last game. We'll see whether that continues. And the big news is for the Suns is both Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are probable. Now, it's not great that Beal is there being probable because he's been playing. That should be all right. The good news is, is Devin Booker is going to return. So he's probable. He'll probably be a little bit limited. But he's only played two games this season with three leg injuries already. So it's great that he's back and I would guess he's a little bit limited. And the other one is Anthony Davis, who's officially probable for the game on Tuesday. So I'm listing him probable here. I would expect with his groin spasm, that he is able to go, but uh, I am just going to list him. I'm going to list him, um, what do we call it, probable for now. And if updates come through, updates will come through. That's uh, that's how we roll. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, but I am here to tell you that eBay Motors, our partners, they've teamed up with me and this show to bring some fantasy picks each week, all season long. So if it's a daily situation, streaming, scouting the waiver wire, each week we're going to provide players that are a guaranteed fit on your roster. There are quite a few of these names, and one of them is going to feature heavily in this show, and that is Skylar Mays of the Portland Trailblazers. Until one of Scoot Henderson or Malcolm Brogdon return, Mays is a guy that needs to be rostered everywhere. He's a double-digit assist upside player. He's going to play a lot of minutes because there's no other point guard on this team. He can score okay. He's a real NBA rotation caliber player, and he's still available on over half of waiver wires across fantasy. I don't know if that wins you your fantasy championship, but it gives you a nice little boost in the short term. But eBay Motors knows a championship team is about players being a perfect fit. And it's the same with your vehicle. They've got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. So you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack bumpers, whatever it is that your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. They might even have Skylar Maze bumper stickers. 
that you can stick on there to show your support for a legendary waiver wire pickup. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, each, every time, or your money back. I'm sure they don't have one of those stickers, my, my, uh, my next ride is your mum, but who knows? They might have that at eBay Motors. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit only available to US customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. So that'll bring us through now to uh, and we are maximizing or perhaps minimizing Derek White because after he was featured on the, actually the thumbnail picture on the Sal High show last week, it's, um, uh, it's been a little bit rough for old Derek. Things have not gone particularly well. White is 141st in minus one ranking the last week. He's averaging just 25 fantasy points, which is 119th. Now you're well aware that I was a little bit out on White this season because he started to push way too high for my liking. My thing was, how were there enough touches, usage, passing opportunities on a team that brought in Drew Holiday, Christos Porzingis, and White's the fifth op- option on offense? And it looked dumb to begin the season, and now it's reverted back, but it's probably swung too far now because those rankings are, are terrible. Obviously, they make them fringe 12-team league players, but I don't think that's realistic for White. What is worth looking at is over the last week, he shot 27% from three. This is a man who last season shot 38%. But he's in the past been 31, 32, 34. He's an excellent three-point shooter, but he's going to be better than that. His free throws are at a career low, 71% as well. He's at 77 for the season, but 71 over the last five games. This man went 88, 86, 85 the last three years. The attempts are really low from the line. I, I do expect them to stay low, but they are quite low for now. So that's going to improve. So while this is how fantasy works, while White was a massive sell high last week and he's dropped considerably, we don't overreact either way in terms of if he's on our roster necessarily. We look at what he's doing. Um, we look at this production and, and understand he's still in a really interesting role. His box creation is really high. It's in the 86th percentile for the season, which is a career high. And box creation is a, a measure of being able to see how often you get your teammates into open positions or pass them into positions that get an open shot. Some of that is the teammates, of course, and the extra attention they've got. But he's running that at a really high level. His creation's at 6. It was at 5.6 last year, 4.9 in the past. His offensive load has dropped to the lowest number in the last two seasons. But that ability in 86 percentile in in box creation across the NBA is something that is important. And it will lead, I think, to some more of those numbers bouncing back for maximum Derek White. So there we go. Derek White um, is our player under the lens. And I, I do think he's going to be able to bounce this stuff back. Let's look at stream of the day options. There are three names, two names there, and they all play for Portland. That is where we're looking for our streaming options for 10-team leagues, for 12-team category and points leagues. It's Skylar Mays, who is still available in 56% of leagues. I'm not really sure why, but he should be grabbed. And then in deeper leagues, 14 and 16, I think it's Matisse Thibel. That's more for categories than points, and he might not score much. But there's running out of options. He's probably going to have to play more minutes. And he can still get those defensive stats. He can occasionally hit a three. There is more opportunity there for Thibel with so many guys out in the backcourt that he's going to just have to play a little bit more. And in deeper leagues, he's available everywhere. So you can have a crack and get some numbers in, I reckon. So there are our streams of the day. Maze and Thibel. 
Let's check what's on my radar for the eight games on Wednesday. The first game, there are a lot of back-to-backs coming Tuesday to Wednesday as well. Dallas and Washington. Dallas is on a back-to-back. I don't think Luca or Kyrie will sit, but you never know. And for the Wizards, what I do want to watch is Jordan Poole. Obviously, he's been dreadful, but his minutes have trended up. He's over 30 in the last three games. I would love for him to take some more shots. I would love for him to hit his free throws. I would love for him to get to the line. I'd love for him to be serious for one point in this season. Otherwise, he just might be dreadful. Like that That's distinctly possible. But let's see if this trend in minutes is the thing that sticks and how he looks. Like, yeah, what else can you do? In terms of stream options, Derek Jones Jr. is widely available. He's been starting and getting a good, good run. And then for the Wizards, I, I thought Bilal's numbers would have risen in terms of roster numbers. But Kalabali is available in a lot of different spots. And in fact, like 75% of leagues. And Bilal Kalabali should be rostered everywhere. You should grab him and we'll see what happens. The next game is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors have already had an upset victory over the Bucks this season. Obviously, no Jay Crowder, no Ananobi, no Trent for the Raptors. We do want to watch Damian Lillard because this man cannot shoot at the moment. Things are way down. He's shooting, I think he's shooting 31% from three or something along those lines. That will have to come back up. His usage is low. Maybe that doesn't come back up, but the shooting numbers are going to improve. So let's see how it looks. Also, Yucca Pertle. How is Darko going to use him? Is he going to give him 28 minutes? Or is he going to play him 24 and play Precious and Boucher there? Against Brook Lopez, you would think that Pirtle gets more. But if he doesn't, it's a massive, massive warning sign. In terms of streams, Malik Beasley surely can hit some threes. But this guy is so poor at so many other areas that he is a risky proposition. And then for the, the Raptors, well, it's Achur and Boucher. Uh, maybe you can throw Dick in there. Maybe you can throw Porter in there. But I think Boucher, the wiki, is probably a little bit safer as a stream option with those players out. But who knows? Boston and Philadelphia is the next game. Well, we do want to see Derek White and see some of that shooting numbers um, bounce back up and even some of the minutes, which have been relatively low. This is a high uh, leverage sort of game against Philadelphia. So let's see what they do with White. Philadelphia is on the back-to-back. And we want to see whether Embiid plays and then the Batum-Covington scenario. Streams, Sam Hauser dominating at the moment in terms of streams and threes. He's just hitting three or four every game. He's getting more minutes than Peyton Pritchard, majority of nights off the bench. He's outperforming Al Horford. He's been really good. And on the Sixers side, it is Covington, but it would be Batum if Batum is available. But we just don't know that at uh, at this point. The next game that's on my radar is the Knicks and the Hawks. Well, we do want to watch RJ Barrett. He's currently dealing with a migraine, but as I detailed on the sell-high portion of the show early today, the man's shooting like 58% from three over the last two weeks, and that is not going to stay. He's also at like 15 percentage points higher on his free throws. Everything else, exactly the same RJ Barrett. Is he actually an improved shooter? It's possible but he's definitely not improved to this level. In terms of stream options, Josh the Hitman Hart is an unbelievable option here. He will push through the roof if Barrett is out. And then for the Hawks, probably DeAndre Hunter. We don't know the status of Trey Young, but Bogdan Bogdanovich would also be a good one. Everyone gets a boost. If Trey is out, there's more usage to go around in many different spots. The next thing we look at is the Orlando Magic and the Chicago Bulls. This is a back-to-back for Orlando, so we don't know whether Fultz or Harris play. I don't think they will, but that's where we're at with them. Um, Pat Williams is the guy we want to watch on the Bulls. He racked it up last game, two steals, three blocks, um, played 28 minutes. His on-off numbers have been pretty strong this season. Can he take that job back over Torrey Craig? Can he get some level of offensive aggression? I I don't know, but we want to watch this. In terms of streams, Mo Wagner's available in a lot of spots. He's a really strong streamer. And then I do like Alex Caruso, if he is able to play. He's a really, really interesting stream. We hope that toe is okay, but this is always the Alex Caruso conundrum, isn't it? 
The next one that we take a look at is the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Phoenix Suns. Double, uh, double. That's not what the term is called. It's called a back-to-back for the Wolves. Don't imagine anybody sits, but we watch that. And then for the Suns, it's Devin Booker. Mainly I'm putting him there because I want to watch him because he's back and how they use him and Beal together for the first time. How do the assists distribute? Who is the point guard? That is key here to watch. And in terms of streams, Kyle Anderson's the Wolves guy. And I think Drew Eubanks, with Beal and Booker both playing, you'd, you'd not want to want, wanting to rely on Allen or Gordon or a Kogi. Eubanks is a little bit safer, I think, as a stream option. Today's episode is brought to you by Thanksgiving, but also brought to you by Ibotta. Turkey is great, but we all know the best part of Thanksgiving dinner is the sides. Is it? Is that what you think? Do you think that the sides are better than the turkey? I don't know. I don't haven't had Thanksgiving, so I can't judge that, but that's what the guys at Ibotta are telling me. With Ibotta, you can make sure you get the whole family's favorite side dishes and all of the turkey while getting yourself cash back. Yes, because in November, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. You just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything that you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers, and then you just go in and upload your receipt. It's not just Thanksgiving stuff you can get uh, cash back on, though. Hundreds of grocery items, produce, personal care, pantry goods, whatever it is, plus a lot of online brands, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, Lowe's. It's all there to get that cash back with Ibotta. So download the Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting in November, well, during November. Just go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or the App Store and use the code LOCKED. Let's round this out now for the rest of the um, action here for Wednesday that we are looking ahead to. In the Kings and Lakers game, what is on my radar? It is Fanta Pants, Kevin Herter. We detailed him on the Sal High Show. We'd been really rolling. Um, what do his minutes look like? Rebound numbers, usage. Does Mike Brown have trust back in him? That's something we need to watch. In terms of streams, Harrison Barnes has rightfully been dropped in lots of leagues. He lost tons of minutes last game. Kings fans are calling for his spot in the rotation, much like Davion Mitchell got removed. But for now, he's at least in stream territory. And then for the Lakers, it is probably Torian Prince. I could throw Cam Reddish in there. I'm not 100% confident in Reddish. I think he will start, but I'm not confident in his production, but LeBron may not play, but Vanderbilt might return. There's a lot of things that are up in the air still for the Lakers in this one, but they are some options that we <coughs> that we can look at. Oh my God, what happened then? Um, the Cavs and the Blazers, Jarrett Allen's minutes were very disturbing last game, so we want to watch that. I think he might be a bit of a buy low, but are they just going to be like keeping him as like so many other centers seem to be, like a 25-minute guy, 27-minute guy? Is he going to move into Dan Gafford, Mark Williams territory? Yucca Pertle territory? Even like someone like Jalen Duran started losing minutes. Like, is that what's going to happen? That's what we want to watch. In terms of streams, the, on the Cleveland side, there's not much. It probably would be a Coro, but not really. Levert's rostered everywhere as he should. Maybe you look at Nyang. But then on the Blazers side, it's clearly Skylar Mays. And then maybe you go deeper into Thibel, or you go into Duop Wreath as well. <clears throat> I don't know why I said that. Duop Wreath in that last... Uh, as a, as a last stream, as the backup to DeAndre Ayton. There's no back-to-backs Wednesday, Thursday. So we look at some chunks, the final five days of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The low-volume days are every day apart from Friday. So let's look at what we can stream in here. Mavs have got three games, three quality games that are worth looking at here. Derek Lively, 
Derek Jones and Grant Williams. The Thunder do as well. And the Thunder have that great three-game in four-night stretch Thursday through Sunday. But their streaming options, Kaysen Wallace and Isaiah Joe, aren't as strong as Lively, Jones, or Williams. The other guys who've got only two quality games but still worth it, Skylar Mays, Mo Wagner, and Kyle Lowry to round out your week. Really, really solid options to get you some good value to end the week. Let's go specifically to 10-team streams for Wednesday. Skylar Mays heads the list, of course. You should be rostered in nearly every spot. Mo Wagner, Malik Monk, Denny Avdia, DeAnthony Melton, and Kobe White are all available in a lot of 10-team spots. Probably all shouldn't be. Maybe Wagner's not a 10-team guy, Monk's not. Avdia's borderline, Melton's borderline, White's... Well, actually, they're all borderlines. That's fair. But they're all excellent streamers um, for Wednesday's action. For 12-team leagues, we're looking at guys that are 40% rostered or below. So Mo Wagner, Matisse Thibault, Bilal Kulabali, Malik Beasley... Kyle Anderson, and the Dart, Goga Badadze. For deeper formats, let's look at a bunch of, well, six different guys. It's Thibault, Beasley, Badadze that we just mentioned. Derek Jones Jr., who's a starter, and he's available in 94% of leagues. Sammy Hauser, three-point laser. And Bobby Covington. Nick Batum would be on this list if we knew he was going to play, but Covington's a pretty strong option there as well. And lastly, we go to uh, points streamers. These guys are all 50% plus available. Skylar Mays, Mo Wagner, Derek Lively, Josh the Hitman Hart, Derek Jones, and Goga Badadze. And that, legends, will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify, and on Odyssey. And on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.